Revelations 2.11 Ministries. Hello and welcome to episode 3 of the podcast. I'm your host, Travis. Last episode, I talked to you about love, that God is ultimately love, that he wants us as the greatest commandment is to love him with all we have and to love our neighbors as ourselves. Love covers a multitude of sins. It is all meaningless without love. God has chosen to reveal himself in one of this ways as love. And um, there's other ways he has revealed himself to kind of connect to us and help us understand who he is who his character, personality uh, is, what his image is. And one of the ways he has chosen that is as a father. And so he has chosen to reveal himself as a father. And that is what I want to focus on today is that he is our father. Uh, In Psalms 68, verse 5, the Bible reads, A father of the fatherless and a judge of the widow is God in his holy habitations. And we also see that when uh, Jesus was asked about praying, he told him in Matthew 6, that in this manner, therefore, pray ye, our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, and thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. But notice at the beginning, he says how you uh, refer to God, our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. And so Jesus was kind of showing you there that that's our connection to him. He is our Father in heaven. And so God has revealed himself as our Father. And not just any Father, he has revealed himself as a good Father. And see, one of the things is we connect our Father's uh, in this picture because that's our example is that he's like a father so instantly we all think about our own fathers in this situation now uh, to reveal a little more about myself I actually did not grow up with a father he left when I was three years old uh, I didn't really know a father or have a father growing up throughout my childhood and he has actually passed away a few years ago so I never really got to reconnect with him before his passing uh, I had planned to, had had uh, every intention to uh, reconnect with him, to get to know him, but he had passed away uh, in 2020. So I uh, didn't have a chance to connect or know a father. So in my situation, uh, it would be as if a father to me is like absent, not there, uh, not someone that you can connect to very well. So I can absolutely relate with anyone who uh, had a bad experience with their father, who either was lacking thereof, was fatherless at the time, or um, maybe had other situations, uh, some type of abuse or, or other things that, that I cannot relate to, but uh, that in the same sense had a bad father or a bad experience with a father. I can understand how that can relate in trying to view God as our father. It can be hard. Uh, but I am now uh, married for five and a half years and I have three wonderful children twins who are about two and a half years old and a newborn who is uh, just over four months right now so I get to be a father and I remembered when my father passed away I was I was crying I was crying out to God and I was I said you know even though I didn't know the man it was it was heartbreaking because I never would get to know the man um, 
you know, he was a, for the longest time just a stranger to me, but I, you know, I had intentions to uh, get to know him. Uh, and then when I found about his passing, it it it, it was sad because the opportunity had uh, was no longer available. And I remember crying out to God about it and just saying it wasn't fair. It wasn't fair that I, I would, uh, specifically that you call yourself father, and I wouldn't get to know what a father was like. And uh, I, I had an impression the Lord had put on me that um, that I would know the love of the of Him of God. I would know the love of God when I had my own children, because I would get to see my love for my children, and that would help me to understand the love that God has for us as His children. And it is true. It is uh, there was a lot of healing that had happened when uh, I had my own children. Um, and as they started growing up and I started seeing little things in them, I got to see like just myself as a, ch as a child in need crying out. Uh, an example would be just uh, when they were being bottle fed and there was a whole process there of getting the milk out and the, or the formula, mixing it up, putting it in the bottle, putting it in a little bottle warmer, waiting like 30 seconds, testing if it was... If it had a, if it was hot enough or cold, or if it was still cold, if it was just the right temperature, so it wouldn't burn or or the baby wouldn't reject it, and my son was very impatient with it. He uh, did not like waiting. When he was hungry, that was it. He was hungry, and I remember him just crying out, and he was just like in tears, upset. And uh, obviously, he didn't speak at this time, but he just, you can tell, like he was in distress. And and all I can say to him was, son. I know what you need and I'm already preparing it and as soon as I said that to him I instantly thought this is how God sees me in my times of need in my times of, of crying out his Lord I don't understand don't you know I need provision don't you need I know I don't you know I need help I need you your touch I need your your direction your wisdom and I can already hear him say son calm down it's okay I already know the things you need, and I'm already preparing it. And so, um, through my own children, he's revealed his love for me by showing my love for them. And uh, it's it's you know it's one of those things that that was a process to to heal from or understand, um, because we have to understand that God is a good father. He's not just a father, but he's a good father. And Matthew seven. Uh, you see in this verse 7 he says ask and it shall be given to you and you sh you shall find seek and you shall find knock and it shall be open unto you for everyone that asketh receives and he that seeks finds and he that knocketh it shall be open or what man is there of you whom if his son asked for bread he would give them a stone or if he asked of a fish would you give him a serpent if you then being evil know how to give good gifts unto your children how much more shall your Father, which is in heaven, give good things to them who ask? Therefore, all things, whatever you, you that men should do for you, do even so for them, for is the law. For this is the law and of the prophets. So he's, he's, you know, how good is your Father in heaven? You know, if if we are imperfect, if we are lacking. Uh, if we are corrupted, if we are full of sin, if we are evil, and we can still know how to do good to our own children, then how much more can God do good? You know, if 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 we take care of our own children, 
if we uh, provide for them, if we oversee them, if we train them and teach them, then if we can do that being imperfect, then how much more can our Heavenly Father, who is perfect, do these things for us? And so that's that's one way we see God is that He is He is our Father in heaven. For those of us who are following His ways and submitting to Him, uh, we are the children of God. And not everyone is a child of God. Uh, you can see in the book of John, Gospel of John, chapter 8, verse 38, when Jesus is talking to, to the Jewish people going back and forth, he says this, I speak that which I have seen with my father, and you do that, you do that which you have seen with your father. They answered and said to him, Abraham is our father. And Jesus said unto them, If you were Abraham's children, you would do the works of Abraham. But now you seek to kill me, a man that has told you the truth, which I have heard of God. This did not Abraham. You do the deeds of your father. And they said to him, We were born, we were born not of fornication. We have one father, even God. Jesus said unto them, If God were your father, you would love me. For I proceeded forth and came from God. Neither came I of myself, but he sent me. Uh, why do you not understand my speech, even because you cannot hear my word? Ye are of your father the devil, and the lust of your father ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning, and abode not in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. So you see Jesus is calling out these people, saying, look, you're doing the work of the devil, you're that's your father. One of the things you got to understand is is what what a father does is he's the head of his household. He's the he's the ultimate authority in his household. He's uh, you know uh, things have to go by him for approval from the family. He leads the the ship of the family. He steers the he's the captain of the ship of his family. And if someone is coming against him and saying we will not follow your ways, we will not follow your ways, well then they're not being submissive to the father. And a lot of times that, you know, well you're not then you don't want to be a part of this household if you're not submitting to this kind of way. And then the problem is, though, if you aren't submitting to one way, you're probably submitting to the opposite way. So if you're not speaking and living in truth, then you're most likely living in lies, which the devil is the father of. So then you're, you're hey, I don't want to live in truth. I want to live in lie, but I just don't want Jesus. And it's like, well, you don't want Jesus, but you have to now have the devil because you can't, you can't have nothing at all. You have to, it's a, it's an either or situation. You either are submit to God, or if you don't, you're you're following the ways of the devil. Uh, you don't have to be a Satanist to 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 follow the ways of the devil. You just have to not submit to Jesus, to not submit to God the Father, to not uh, submit to the Scriptures and in the ways that the Holy Spirit leads you. And if you reject the ways of God, then you automatically are following the ways of the enemy. Uh, it's the only it's one way or the other, and so. Uh, as I'm speaking about fathers, you know, if you, if your father is is God, then yeah, you know, you have a great father, you have a good father. If you you don't submit to God, if you don't follow His ways, then you don't got a good father because you're not you're not submitting to God as your father. You're submitting to uh, 
the the prince of darkness you're 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 submitting to the devil as your father you're letting him take headship or leadership over your life headship or leadership over your uh situations over your 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 uh lifestyles and the the thing about it is you know god is always willing to to take you in to adopt you become uh, sons and daughters of, of God to uh, to to renew you that's you know one of the pictures of baptism is the old you is dead the the who you were before is now dead but now you're alive again like resurrected in the spirit you are now alive again in Christ and so you have a new life and when you have a new life you have a new father you are born again as a matter of fact in the gospel of John chapter 3 uh, reads this there was a man in the of the Pharisees named Nicodemus a ruler of the Jews and the same came to Jesus by night and said to him rabbi we know that thou art a teacher come from God for no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him Jesus answered him and said to him verily verily I say unto thee except the man be born again he cannot see the kingdom of God Nicodemus said unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except the man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I say that ye must be born again. The wind bloweth where it listens, and thou hearest the sound therefore. But canst not tell when whence it came and where it goes. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. And so Jesus is saying, being born again, being made anew, being uh, alive again, to 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 old you just like the picture of baptism, to the old you to be dead, and the new you to arise. A second, like a second life. Um, uh, that the old, the old who you were, living for your flesh living for the devil, being a, a child of the devil, that that lifestyle is dead. And now you're into the kingdom of God. Now you're a child of God. And you are now living under under the authority of God. And uh, kind of goes back to what I said in episode two of, uh, you know, by you show you love God by submitting to his commandments. That, that if you love him, you will obey his words, his direction. And if you if you obey his words in his direction, then he's preparing a room for you. Uh, for his father has many mansions uh, and with many rooms, and he's preparing a place for you. And so that is what he's doing. So if you've not been born again, uh, that is direction from the Bible that we all need to be born again. We need to be uh, made anew. We need to change. Uh, goes with repentance, with uh, changing your lifestyle repenting go going 180 going the opposite direction of the way you were going uh, don't live this way anymore change about go go a different way because um, the way you lived before uh, which I mentioned in episode two was that it's uh, we live for our flesh for our selfishness uh, we live for for ourselves for the benefit of ourselves and one of the things that that God wants us to do is start to live uh, selflessly start living uh, in the spirit and in, in, in giving to others not uh, focusing on ourselves, but uh, focusing on the kingdom of God and focusing on uh, blessing others and touching other people's lives and speaking to other people's lives and being giving and caring uh, and reflecting the image of Christ in their lives. And so, so if you've done that, then you're in the family and your father is in heaven 
or your father is or heavenly father is uh is the lord is god and so we we know that god does a few things as a father because we he's put himself in that picture and we have our earthly fathers to kind of represent it maybe you did have a good father maybe you had an amazing father who upraised you and um, he taught you and he protected you and, and maybe you have some good stories about how your dad uh, was really there for you in times of need that he encouraged you that he um, did all these things and you have a good example a good picture of, of what a, a good father is and you can kind of relate that to to God in a sense and you say well you know what does the father do the father he protects you know if me being speaking as a father and telling you look that's that's what a father does uh you know i i check all the doors all the windows i check um make sure things are locked and things are in place and uh you know uh, little cameras here and there protection over my house that the gates are locked that uh that i oversee my house that if anything suspicious is going on i i take notice you know i you know not to be uh, paranoid about anything but to be protective you know to make sure my my wife and my children are safe that uh, the enemy or enemies or those who submit to the enemy who come to steal kill and destroy um, that they're not welcome in my home whether physically or spiritually speaking they're not allowed in my household and so not only do is there a physical check on the household but there's a spiritual check you know there's there's prayer over my household. There's uh, anointing. You know, you gotta protect your household as a father. So that's that is what a father does, and that's a heavenly father oversees and protects. You know, there's there's a lot of instances where uh, maybe you came close to accidents or different things that you say, well, thank God that didn't happen. Well, thank thank God that that we came that close from this this accident or this issue. Yeah, well. The Lord's hand may have been upon you. The angels may have been around you. There may have been a situation where, where God protected you. Uh, just today, matter of fact, I was putting uh, one of my children in the car, and um, my wife was going around to put the baby in the car, and uh, our our little boy, he was uh, left beside me, and neither of us were keeping an eye on him. And sure enough, it only took a few seconds and I looked over, and he was he was a good twenty feet away, standing in the middle of of uh, where the cars are driving by in the parking lot. And uh, luckily, thank God, there was no cars around, and nothing happened to him. Uh, but to to look over there at that moment and say, "Oh, wow, anything can happen," you know, I'm not fast enough to to get over there in time if a car was coming at him, you know. And he's only two and a half, so he may not understand matter of fact when i called his name he started running the opposite direction thinking it was some kind of game which uh was not was not was not good for for me in the moment you know a little little nervous of that but we thank god that he was safe today that nothing happened to him but you know it's those little things you look out for you know you want to protect uh your family um you want to provide you know as a father you know uh, traditionally speaking you know so supporting your household financially you want to provide for your family you want to be able to uh, make sure all your 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 wife and your kids have food you want to make sure your, your babies have diapers you want to make sure that um there's electricity in the house that there's water running that everyone can take a bath and and drink clean water that uh that uh everything is comfortable for the children for the wife you uh, you know that there's we can wash clothes and that uh, things can be clean and taken care of and um, that 
it, that, that everything that is needed is provided for. Not everything that we want necessarily, but at least everything we need is provided for. Transportations and other things. Um, and, the, you know, going to the doctors, if necessary, dentists, eye doctors, anything like that, uh, that financially is covered. Everything's provided for, that the needs are met. And that's what a father wants to do is provide. So we think our Heavenly Father, He must also want to provide. He must want to oversee uh, and make sure that we are not lacking in anything. The Bible actually says in the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 6, verse 25, Therefore I say to you, take no thought for your life, what you shall eat, what you shall drink, nor uh, yet what your body, uh, what, you sh what you shall put on it, for is life not more than meat, and the body more than uh, raiment? Behold the fowls in air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor they gather into barns, yet their heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much better than they? Which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubit unto your stature? And why take any thought for raiment or clothes? Consider the lilies in the field, how they grow, and they toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass in the field, which is today is, and tomorrow's cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of little faith? Therefore take no thought, saying, What shall we eat? What shall we drink? Or what shall we uh, be clothed? For all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knows that you have need of all these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Take therefore no thought for tomorrow, for tomorrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. So you see, God says, I'm providing for everything you need uh, because I take care of the nature, and you're much more valuable than the nature. And so we know that God will provide for his children. So we see that God can be a protector and a provider, um, and that what else a father can be is a leader, someone who uh, trains up or teaches, who um, disciples, uh, someone who teaches people to go a certain path. You know, you you raise your children up. Uh, you're supposed to be the most. You're supposed to be the most influential person in your your children's life. You're supposed to be able to teach them the things they need to go uh, to learn the uh, valuable things, uh, simple things, um, life lessons, uh, how to interact with other people, how to interact with people of their peers and uh, elders, and how to just uh, handle situations. How to uh, when they're alone without you. How will they be? You know, what will their personality be like? The fathers to train them, the mothers to train them in these ways. The parents are to train them, um, to kind of give them a personality, give them personality. And so the the father speaks and and the mother speaks into the children's life. Uh, and so our heavenly spot father does that too. We see through the life of Jesus and through well the whole Bible really from Genesis to Revelation we see the heart of God and we see the direction of God and. Uh, he's trying to impartate his his ways onto us, you know. This to to be kind, to be forgiving, to to release uh, offense, to be merciful, to 
to be grateful, to be uh, patient, to, to, to be slow to anger, to uh, be giving of, of your time, you know. He's trying to show how he is, and then we're supposed to reflect that, you know. We're supposed to be holy and righteous. We are supposed to be able to, to stand up for those who can't stand up for themselves, um, you know, to take care of those around us, and that's, the, that's what a father does for his family but that's what god is doing for us and he wants us to do that for others he wants us to to take on those characteristics and so he's he's impartating and leading us and guiding us and he's showing us um the paths we should take he's showing us the mannerisms we should we should take you know uh god's always always there he always sees everything that's going on uh but you know if you have a father or mother who's trained you or even uh, if it wasn't a father or mother a grandparent or some other influential uh, figure father figure parent figure in your life and you know there's times when you're you're not around them and a situation comes and you will you will recall something they've guided you on or directed you on and say hey uh make sure you put your seat belt on when you're driving not just because a cop might pull you over and give you a ticket but hey it's for your safety you know um and, and those little things you know they pop up but god, god is always there to, to see all the things but it's you know it's one of those things is like you know when when you're in conversation and something's starting to arise that uh, you you, you got to remember. Well, what did God say about that? What what did the Scripture say about that? How do I handle this situation? What am I supposed to do in this situation? And we take that from what God has uh, has told us and taught us. And so we know that God uh, trains us as a father in heaven. He trains us how we ought to be. Another thing a father does for us is he disciplines us, corrects us. Uh, the Bible tells us in Hebrews chapter twelve, verse five, and. And ye have forgotten the exhortation which speaketh unto you as unto children. My son, despise not thou the chastening of the Lord, nor faint when thou art rebuked of him. For whom the Lord loveth, he chastens, and, and scorneth every son whom he receiveth. If ye endure chastening, God dealeth with you as with sons. For what son is he whom the Father chasteneth not? But if ye be without chaste, chastisement, or whereof all are partakers then ye are bastards and not sons furthermore we have all had fathers in flesh with which corrected us and gave them reverence shall we not much more uh, rather be in subjection to our father of spirits and live for they verily for the few days chasten us after their own pleasure but he for our profit that we might be partakers of his holiness now no chastening at the present time seems to be joyous but grievous Nevertheless, afterward it yieldeth in peaceable fruit of righteousness unto them which are exercised thereby. So being a father also requires a role of disciplining our children, in which so God our Father also disciplines us. Um, but it's necessary, it's, it's, it's good to put us on a path of correction. Um, and as the Bible said, it's not, it doesn't seem joyous at the time. I mean, no, no one wants to be told they're wrong or they're in the wrong or that they need corrected. No one wants to be, uh, as a child, would be spanked or disciplined in some kind of manner, their hand smacked or um, timed out or things taken away from them, you know. But um, it has its purpose. And so that is one of the things that we should see, that sometimes we are being disciplined 
by the Heavenly Father for, for certain reasons. Um, so those are a few things that you can kind of just picture as a father, you know, that he's a protector, that he's a provider, that he is a, a trainer, a teacher, and he's a disciplinary. Um, and so it kind of helps us to see God in, in, in a different view if you haven't seen him already. Just kind of like uh, putting his arms around you in protection and like, look, this is my child. This is the one whom I love that I want to see prosper. I want to see great things happen. I want to encourage. I want to I want to cheer you on when you get the the good grades or the promotion at the job or the raise or or the situational uh, benefits that it shows us that look God is for us and not against us and you can see it in the picture of a father that you know as a as a good father wants to give give to those you know you may not deserve it but you, you get it you give it given things you don't deserve that you're protected even though you deserve to to fall or you get disciplined when you when you wanted to go down that path but he's trying to keep you right he wants to keep you in the right path he wants to um he knows what's best for you and he wants to oversee you and he wants to to lead you uh, so that you you know you can be on the right path and that you can be protected from the plans of the enemy and uh, so that's one of the ways we see God is is as our father so I'm gonna go ahead and end the podcast here and just uh, pray for you guys before I uh, close out I like to pray for you guys um, Lord I pray for all the listeners now anyone who hears uh, this podcast and gets to this point Lord Lord, I pray, Lord, that you uh, help them to see you as a father, that you um, renew their their mind and their heart, that if there be anyone who's not a, a, a follower of you, Lord, or not a, a non-Christian, a non-believer, um, Lord, that, that you bring them, Lord, to a place of repentance, Lord, a place of revelation, a place of, of, of you know, just coming to, to meet with you, Lord, that you speak to them, that you reveal yourself to them in many ways, Lord. Um, that you talk to them, Lord, that you bring them to salvation. Lord, I ask, Lord, that uh, for everyone who's listening, Lord, you help them forgive their own fathers for any any situation where the fathers were, were absent or any situation where the fathers were abusive. They, they didn't represent a, a good father. They didn't um, show a good example to their children, Lord. I ask, Lord, for forgiveness in the listeners' hearts, Lord. Forgiveness, Lord, to release them, Lord, of that that weight, Lord, that burden, Lord, that they hold, Lord, um, Lord, that true forgiveness can come, Lord, so that they can see you as you truly are, Lord, a caring, loving, wonderful, perfect, good Father in heaven, Lord, that uh, our earthly fathers do not hinder our view of you, Lord, Lord, but that we are able to uh, just be able to uh, see you in your glory, in your wonderful uh, kindness and love and patience. Lord, I ask for uh, forgiveness, Lord, for all those who have been bad fathers, all those who uh, may be uh, bad mothers or represented you wrongly to their children, Lord, that, that you can release them, Lord. I ask for forgiveness of their lives, Lord, the, um, just to uh, help us all, Lord, as we're doing this walk, Lord, as we're representing you in in every image lord to our spouses to our children to co-workers to uh grandparents to um, strangers on the street to people in the church in the supermarket to anywhere around us lord lord that you help us lord you help us to to realize that people are watching and we're reflecting some kind of image lord help us to be bearers of your light 
help us to be uh, reflectors of your image help us help us uh, who are fathers to be good fathers and to be good examples unto our children um, help us uh, who are mothers and uh, who need to to raise children by ourselves to, to be that example uh, those who are stepping in for children who don't have parents to to be examples help us Lord help us Lord to uh, oversee and, and just um, to glorify your name Lord uh, help help lead speak to the people speak to the listeners Lord uh, touch their hearts Lord renew their hearts Lord bring forgiveness in the name of Jesus I pray amen Thank you guys for listening. I'll have another podcast up soon, uh, whatever the Lord leads on that. Um, God bless you.